On episode 17 of What Would Venus Do?, Stephanie discusses an offering by the Three Graces of We Are the Matriarchy coming this June. An exhilarating discussion then takes place on energetic excellence, the difference between taking a metaphorical elevator to the top of a mountain as opposed to climbing it yourself. There's 3D excellence, which we could call the high achievers trap, and then there's energetic excellence that exists in every dimension. This kind of devotional living occurs when you truly love what you are doing, and then you repeat it over and over again until you become exceptional at it. The reason that it becomes excellent is because you are a disciple to it. The ladies emphasize the beauty of the journey and explain that being neutral and confident is a key element towards victory. You might be able to see the view, but can you feel the view when you get to the top? Hello, and welcome to the next episode of What Would Venus Do? We were just discussing our upcoming program and our free experience. I'll plug it here at the beginning, but we'll have the link for it in the show notes. And this is basically a free 90 minute plus potentially experience where we lead you through the process of diving into your creative cycles. And I can't wait for you all to experience that. We're all super excited. Uh, but let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. Sarah, go ahead and get us started. Okay. Um, okay, so this has been something that has been kind of percolating around me uh, for a little while. Recently, I had a um, procedure done by a doctor, and I had this realization while I was getting it done that this doctor is truly, truly exceptional and excellent at what he does. And I was thinking about why is that? Why is that this doctor is exceptional while other doctors who have also gone to seven-year schools, um, they, you know, they are capable people, but for some reason they don't have the level of quality and excellence that this particular doctor has. And then it struck me because I think a lot of us, especially maybe not necessarily just firstborns, although I'm a firstborn, so I'll speak from that, like the golden child um, phenomenon where you're raised and you're raised to basically be a high achiever and you do this at all costs. So the goal is to achieve something. The goal is not to enjoy the process. And so in our culture, what we see is a lot of people who are really high achievers. So they're achieving a lot of stuff in their lives and it is really amazing stuff, but they don't have the level of, let's call it spiritual excellence that comes along with um, the type of achievement that that really stems from when you are in love with doing something and you do it from a place of discipleship and you practice that thing and you refine that thing over and over again. So there's this differential that I'm starting to uncover and see in the nuances of this, because, you know, our society, we have a lot of high achievers, but we don't have a lot of people who are energetically excellent at what it is that they do exceptional you know we can think about the greatest artists that 
you know, you've come across, whether they be musicians or painters or sculptors, they loved the process of what it, it was that they were doing. And they repeated the process in every moment, even in the moments that maybe they didn't feel like doing it because they had that deep, unyielding love towards the process. And it's just, it's a different, it, it's a, it's, it's a different um, energy when you have someone like that who is practicing energetic excellence on all of the different um, energetic realms and not just on the, the third dimensional realm, the material excellence realm. So I think that's a good place for us to jump in. Um, do you guys want to take it from here? Ooh, this is a good one. I think that the way in which we are brought up in Western cultures, and if you've gone through a traditional public schooling institution, you the, the culture around you is more uh, inclined to create high achievers instead of, and as opposed to being energetically excellent. Um, about, you know, receiving certain marks and, and grades and completing certain tasks on time or at a certain age. And I think it really has to start from within and within a, a, a home setting to allow yourself from a young age. And we are all in a position where we're, where we are open and awake to these conversations and going through an unlearning process in our in our adulthood to to really think about giving an amount of time to things that we love through the process and not looking at the outcome like the rest of society teaches us and i think it for me when Sarah, when when you first shared about we were going to speak on this today, the word devotion really dropped through for me and living devotionally. So for me personally, that would be in motherhood and my yoga and my self-care practices. I have to do yoga and have breath work every single day. And that's really my mission on the planet is to raise my children and to raise my own frequency of love with my breath and a regulated nervous system and endocrine system. And it's living every day by this prayer of devotion. That for me is my own energetic excellence. And I think everyone needs to find this feeling for themselves and as we've talked about in past episodes, kind of be able to, to silence what, what you learned in school or what society teaches you as, um, you know, how you should strive for your achievements, but really ask yourself what makes you personally feel like you're living devotionally and victoriously because it, it's really, it's in that place where you will find that sense of energetic excellence. And it reminded me of 
you know, we, we all know this quote, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So it's about keeping this aspect of your being in check to truly create a life for yourself that isn't compared to anyone else's, but to become sober and devotional in what lights you up and fulfills you the most. Because when you're operating from that place, that's when you really will start to become a disciple, as you said, of of your craft or of your passions, not just finding what you enjoy doing, but but going about it in the way that the world has taught you to. Mm, yeah, the initial visualization I got to go along with this as the both of you were speaking, it's like, okay, we have we were trained since we were very young, like Kristen, you were speaking about to like get the grade to, to excel at certain things to, you know, get the achievement. And it's like the difference between being on an elevator and just putting, typing in the, the highest floor and going that route versus being at the base of a mountain and traversing your way up to the top of it. When you're on the elevator, when you get to the top of the mountain, you step out and you're like, wow, looks really, really nice up here. But when you actually devote yourself to the journey and the path of getting there, you are able to witness not only the changes in nature and all the beauty that's there, the different flora and fauna along the way, but you come across different situations that make you learn more about yourself, that make you have no other choice but to be devotional and to increase the amount of faith you have in yourself and in the divine. Um, and through that process, through falling in love with the process, you also fall in love with yourself. And that is obviously such an important part about life because when you love yourself, you have more compassion towards others. You have more faith in what you're able to do on this planet. And I just think that that is really energetic excellence is really loving yourself is really loving every stage of the process, the hard parts, the parts that seem like you're just flowing by. And yeah, I just, I think that just makes for um, just more, I don't want to say thicker skinned humans, but just humans with more depth, like there's just so much more that you can offer to the world when you, when you allow yourself to traverse the the process that's ahead of you. I love that imagery too, because the thing about taking the elevator is that when you get to the top, 
you don't have that feeling in your fucking bones, excuse my French, that this is mine. You know, this is, this, this journey was mine. Like it, you got there, but you don't, you're not, you haven't become the journey, right? So there's this big, there's this big piece missing. And this is why if um, you're not aligned with your own journey, and a lot of times in our culture and in society, because we're achievement focused or because we value the people, um, the people in our lives' opinions of us more than we value our own opinion, we value their um, value systems more than we value our own value system. We get to the peak of something and we don't even know if it is ours, like if it's really, truly in the heart of who we are meant for us. And that's why, you know, you can't necessarily tap into the abundance of the universe and the abundance of all of creation unless you are aligned because the things that will come to you that come to you as blessings, you won't be able to recognize them if you're not familiar with your own journey and your own path. And so you might see the view, but you won't really be able to feel the view, you know, because you haven't had to take the steps that are required to get there. Um, I love this. I love this topic. Yeah, that gave me goosebumps when you said you might be able to see the view, but you won't be able to feel the view like that is the difference. And also, like, we always talk about doing what's correct for you and tapping into your desires, not the desires of society that you've been influenced by. And I feel like you can really decipher what's for you during the process and devoting yourself to the process, not just moving through the process blindly, but when you actually, you know, surrender to the process of things, surrender to the journey it takes to get to your manifested dream. And you're actually in your body for that and checking in with your heart through that whole time you're able to tell like way quicker, you know, this is for me, like I can feel it or like, wait a second, like, why am I putting myself through all of this? What's like the outcome doesn't really matter to me. Like, I don't really care about that. So like, wait a second, let's like take a step back and reroute because where I'm heading is not where I really want to go. And I would like to comment on how you should be adaptable and flexible and really honoring of yourself when you are on the journey and you're traversing the metaphorical mountain as opposed to just climbing. We we all know, we all know from speaking about this that there's no fulfillment, there's no joy. It's empty when you just when you skip all the good stuff in the middle. And as the two of you are talking, I'm I'm reminded of through my through my yogic teachings. I I heard once a story of there was this um, guru, some some yogic master, and he was speaking to a loud a, a loud excuse me a um a full crowd, and he said, "Do you want to know the secret to enlightenment?" And it had been a long lecture already and, you know, the crowds sort of went silent and 
some of the people in the crowd had been following this this master for 30 plus years and he was about to you know mic drop one of the most kind of significant secrets of the universe and he and after a while he he was on the stage and he didn't speak and then after you know several breaths he he finally said is to allow no matter what happens to you good or bad allow it to come and be neutral to it and i loved that so much because it you know all disease and all stress all cancer ev- everything related to stress or, or is is due to and caused by stress so it's it's how then you can operate on the on the journey to finding your energetic excellence that when good things happen you 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 know you pause and you take them in and you can feel happy and and grateful but all but equally when when roadblocks or hiccups happen on your journey you you also neutrally you take them in and you you view them equally as blessings and lessons to be learned and you take both things in as as neutrally and as evenly as possible because it's when you don't that's when you start to lose faith and you lose yourself and you you start to you, other things will start to happen like you can get sick because you stress yourself out so much so i found that uh quite quite poignant is to just allow all things to happen on the journey and it's our jobs to maintain that sense of equanimity and an evenness through the process. Yeah. And I feel like that maybe isn't the definition of energetic excellence, but definitely a pillar of it is having this unshakable confidence in what your energy is able to handle. So if it is something amazing that happens, like you have so much almost like control over your energy where if something big happens, something exciting, like your energy doesn't just dissipate and like spill all over the place. And also, like you were saying, when a roadblock comes, it's like you, you know, in yourself, like I'm able to handle this. I have the tools, like I have, I've mastered my energy and it's not, you know, um, it's not taking me for a ride. Like I'm able to orchestrate it in a beautiful way that is, you know, going to move me forward on this path with, with ease and almost like an effortless energy. I love what you both just said. And it's like, if you take the elevator to the top, like I said before, um, when you get up there, it's like, you're not, your, your nervous system might be shot because the things that you had to do in order to get to the top, they required you to basically lose all of your equanimity, right. To lose the strength of your own physicality, to undermine your humanity instead of, uh, honoring it. Right. So there's a lot of 
problems that we incur when we focus on the three-dimensional material excellence and not just the, um, and not the entire picture, right? Not the entire journey. Because what I saw, just to bring it back to this doctor, is that he had essentially been circling around this thing that he loved to do. And so he, in his energy, in the way that he looked, was excellent. And the process that he was that he was performing was excellent. So it's like you become the tool and the tool is just incredibly beautiful, not because of the, you know, the nature of um, symmetry, but because of the nature of energy and the radiance that is ascribed to people who are living from that um, really fluid state of knowing why it is that they're here. And, and, and that's the, uh, the confidence too, right? That's where the confidence comes from. Because when you do hit the roadblocks, if you're on the 3D path, they throw you off, right? You don't feel like maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this isn't right for me. This, maybe this, this elevator isn't right for me. Maybe I'm going to the wrong mountaintop. But when you do it on the excellent path, right? When you're doing it on the, mountain, the mountainous path, you're like, this is my path. Of course, there's going to be roadblocks. I'm expecting them. And so whenever that happens, I'm just like, okay, what's next? I'm still, I'm still devoted to this. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't shake you like you both were saying. So yeah, this is, this is near and dear. This is near and dear. Are we, are we getting close to closing? Does anyone want to say anything else? I'm feeling good about everything we spoke about so far. and. Yeah, just that mic drop of you might be able to see the view, but can you feel the view? Like, that's pretty much all you need to know. <laughs> um, you know, we want you to, to feel the view, to feel your accomplishments, to be able to celebrate them from so much depth and from, you know, a sea of lessons that you've learned and you've integrated along the way. So we hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, like I said in the beginning, diving into your creative waters, a 90-minute experience being led by the three of us is being hosted on Thursday, June 8th. Yep, June 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern time, USA time. Um, sign up in the link below. If you can't attend live, you'll get a recording. And we would just love to have you there to be with us. Like if you can be there live, please try and be there live because we want to be able to, to be in your aura. Um, but it's basically for anyone who is a creative being. And we believe that everyone is a creative being. And it'll just help you from working on a linear path to tr help you transcend out of that and go into the actual uh, cycle and orbit of creation, which is how it is in nature and therefore how we're supposed to be. So we love you all. We can't wait to see you there. And we will also be announcing another longer way to work with us on that experience as well. And we just can't wait. Be sure to 
like, comment, and subscribe. I think that's the first time I said that. <laughs> Loving you all. We'll see you next time. Bye. That's it. Immense gratitude for you for tuning in. And as Kristen puts it so well. And I just want to say to any listener that there's there's a lot more nectar and juicy honey where that came from.